take it back to skinny dipping. Um, uh, <laughs> for the Japan trip I'm going on later this year, the group is trying to plan uh, an onsen, the uh, hot springs bath, where you can have to get naked. Wait, well, wait, can you go to that? Because you have tattoos. No, <laughs> that's the problem. We keep trying to like find ways for me to cover them up or like hoping and praying that we find one that is like okay with foreigners or like I can go up and like sign something saying I swear I'm not Yakuza. <laughs> look at me. Do I look like Yakuza to you? Please just let me into your hot spring. Uh, I'm not I'm not banking on it, but we'll see. <laughs> oh man. Cause it would suck. Cause I really want to, but I'm not going to like, you know, you know, if that, if I can't, everyone can go. I'll, Find a sake bar or something. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go on send for all of us. Oh yeah, uh, you're you're I, I have no I have no ink. And I must scream. <laughs> I have no <laughs> ink and I must bathe. Yeah, welcome to under on uh, no on send on send cooked analysis. Welcome to and I'd like to actually welcome you all to a new segment uh, called uh, liminal real estate. Uh <laughs> Because Hold you know on. what, That's this is now strong. a subgenre. We're going to end up exploring a lot. I'm pretty sure because it's in vogue right now. Hold um, on. That wait. liminal real liminal realtors like LLC. No, that's fucking strong. Liminal realtors LLC, dude. That. Mm, mm, okay, sorry. Continue. Yeah. Well, we are your your liminal real estate agents. Uh, I am David. You have uh, Kayla. Hi. And you have Abysme. What's up? And Abysme has had some experience there. You've had some experience there. But um, last time, we we in, started in, our real in, estate. In the liminal spaces? In the liminal spaces, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I last time. I get out of my bed and I stare down the hallway of my liminal space to trying to go to work. I Great. feel like the the most common liminal spaces for me is like uh, going into an office building. It's oh, It's really? usually an office building. That was my, like, when the back room's green text got posted, my immediate thought was take your kid to work day back when my mom worked in, like, just giant fucking cubicle hell. Mm -hmm. And uh, just sitting around and you look around and you're a tiny, you know, human. So everything is just a weird maze of repeating cubicles. Like, that's the Mm -hmm. immediate thought I've always had that I associate with back rooms and liminal spaces. Uh I I once made a joke to David, like, that I I feel like Ikea can... My, if if done yeah. correctly, it could be a complete, absolutely fit that liminal space. Another one, um, too. Uh, but this this appeals to me more just because I'm a book nerd. Like uh, libraries or like those bookstores that just have shelves upon shelves. Yeah. A very, very long library. Yeah. yeah. I or, can see that, too. Or a bookstore or something like that. Yeah, no, I like that idea. I mean, one of the one of the images that floats around that's really popular is a, uh, it's a border. It's like an old Borders bookstore. <laughs> that's close that's in the middle of being closed down forever and it's just this empty borders with like weird signs and uh that's been a popular image in the greater sphere of popular liminal space images that have been shared around i gotta um, tell you uh borders when they were closing down i would just raid it all of them bitches because they had oh, oh yeah cds upon cds that were real cheap back in the day Oh, I, I was the book person. I was like, okay, I got to get as many books before they go. Oh, you know, we all, we were all there. Mm-hmm. We used to have one at the local mall where I grew up and that's long gone. Uh, but then again, we also had a Wizards of the Coast store and that's gone uh, too. So. Another, actually, if I'm going to recommend something that's liminal space uh, thing that hasn't been 
spoke about on the show. I'm going to recommend uh, Christmas in the Backrooms by the Stupendio. <laughs> they, they sing. Um, uh, it's too, it kind of sounds like Holly Jolly Christmas, Christmas, but it's it's Christmas in the Backrooms. <laughs> oh, no. It's actually pretty clever. Yeah. Because they, they do good stuff, honestly. Yeah. Are we uh, uh, are we reading the story for real now? Yes, we are. Yes, sorry. Let well, me shit, go send get another link. drink. Okay. You do that. I'll get the link posted. We'll edit around it. I like the imagery. Me too. It looks, this looks like a a creepy apartment that almost looks like a, um, like the, the picture of Shoshi, it looks like a apartment complex mixed with a prison. Oh, yeah. It kind of does. I mean, that, that, that feels very liminal in itself. I mean, you see those like weird, like interior hotels. Oh, hotel rooms are very yeah. I know hotel hallways. Oh my god. Well, listen. I mean, it's 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 such a weird trend right now. It's not one I can really like jump on on in terms of like, oh my gosh, it's so creepy. Or I don't think of it as creepy. I think they're fascinating in the same way that like whenever I look into an empty store, yeah, like a store that's been gutted out, and now you just look into it, and I'm. I just think to myself, I kind of want to rollerblade around. <laughs> like when you look, yeah, like when you look into like an abandoned Sears or something. Yeah. Abandoned malls are perfect examples. Oh, oh for sure. Actually, so funny enough, for the longest time, uh, there's a mall near that you, we used to live nearby that just became abandoned over time. And every time we visited it, it was it had like the ugly ass carpet. And I'm like, I swear to God, this is just a zombie movie waiting to happen. Like, there was hardly any people around. It was so dead. And then I think we actually we actually went in at some point during the pandemic. I think we did, yeah. I can't remember why. Was it to get something or? Um, I'm. Oh, was it to get Animal Crossing? I, no, because we, we, <laughs> we downloaded Animal Crossing. Oh, okay. Uh, there was another game. I think. Was it? It wasn't. I think it was another Twitch game of some kind. So, you know what it might have been. What? Weirdly enough, um, unless I'm missing my guess, was it uh, Link's? Was it Link's Awakening? It was Link's Awakening. The I remake mean, of Link's Awakening. Yeah, I think we were getting that. But yeah, we went because we went in and it was just so dead. And I was there was that we that was that point where we were just like, do you think we'll be okay in there? I'm like, it was dead before. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Have I told you about the murder theater that I'm going, uh, that I go to that's probably closing down? No. No. It's a Regal Cinema, I think. And they recently announced that they're closing like 7,000 locations or some shit. But um, it's like, I saw Barbarian there, for example. Oh, nice. They'll occasionally show like interesting shit. But everything I watch there is on the second floor at the furthest back corner because it's not, you know, some, you know, blockbuster big movie. So it's just where they shove all the, like, the smaller stuff. Yeah. And so I have to go into this mall, go into the theater, get my ticket, go up two escalators, turn left, go down this really long hallway, and then mm-hmm. take another turn. And then I get to my actual viewing room. And it's got this, like, straight out of the 90s arcade carpet. It smells yes. awful. But like, and there's like, when you're in the lobby, there's sound because you still have like the doors open to the rest of the mall and there's music playing. But once you like turn that corner, all the sound just goes away. So all you have is the um, fucking lights, the sound from the lights and like nothing else. And every time I walk down that hallway, I'm like, 
I could get killed here and no one would know. <laughs> no one would hear me. And like every time it's so fucking eerie. And I'm kind of sad that it's going away because it's a really fun little ritual. Ah, that's unfortunate. Mm. Kind of reminds me of a theater I used to go to where um, you'd go in the lobby and the lobby was pretty normal, but then you'd go off to your left down this one corridor and that corridor I always felt like was something out of some someone attempting to recreate Star Trek because it was like this it was like this light tunnel with like flickering lights. Um, but they were like string, not string lights, but they were almost like bands of LED lights in different colors. Yeah, just like a almost like a rainbow corridor. It was really neat and nice. very very dated, and I loved it. I I do miss when buildings especially like ones in the hospitality industry and not not all of them of course but like a lot of them lack any sort of imagination or flair everything has to be very utilitarian and boring Mm. and uh like done at because they don't want to risk like at dating themselves but if any like if the nostalgia fests that we keep having every decade should tell them just do it (laughs) because standing out is better than blending in at this point Okay, I got one more liminal space idea before we delve into this um, story. Yeah. Technically, now, now that you bring up every trying to util, uh, utilitarianism or whatever, um, those uh, those uh, oh my goodness, why am I blanking? It, the suburban like neighborhoods that are just every all the houses look exactly oh, like track home, like track homes. houses. Yeah, and they look all exactly the same, but then there's yeah. like rows and rows. So there was actually a recent movie that kind of address the like maze of houses and that sort of it, it's a creepy movie um mm. i might i might need to if once i figure out the name of it it might be a good jameson tapes actually um, i was just thinking about the um and i was also thinking in terms of creepy image about houses that all look the same and it's just you completely uniform uh but then there's that unique form of d- decay there's uh the way cabrini green looks in uh Ooh. the second candy man movie yeah now, that's a really good uh, visual. For okay, that let's stop our ADHD bullshit now. <laughs> it's not a long story. We can talk. I well, well, I mean, this, oh, so here's the, the reason I bring up, uh, you know. Um, liminal spaces. Limi- liminal real. Uh, uh, what, what did we say? Liminal real estate, real estate agents. Liminal real estate. Liminal real estate LLC. Uh, um, is because we are picking up where we left off. Last time we read uh, Beth's Golden Sea. But now we're going back to that same competition that was hosted by Corn Connick. And uh, this was the entry from our friend, Cleric of Madness. We actually got another story that's also, that was also submitted for that. We have three. Topic. So this is going to be a trilogy, at <laughs> least. And I have a feeling I'm going to make this a tag so that people who just want to look up all of our stories about, like, liminal so-called spaces liminal spaces too. can do that. Yeah. But this one is called The Final Livestream of Fan Fan 47. Fan Fan. P-H-A-N. F-A-N 47. So shall, uh, who, how do we, what order? Uh, Kayla, would you like to start? Sure. On October 31st, 2017, you know, Halloween, YouTube user FanFan47 held his final live stream PF as he preferred to be, oh wait, final live stream period. PF as he preferred to be called streamed urban exploration content on his now deleted channel. Although not much was known about him, discussions surrounding him and his final live stream have largely been scrubbed from the internet, along with any re-uploads of the video. Only a scant few recollections remain, along with a single still image from the last seconds of not only his video and presumably his life. So that's 
That is difficult because often urbex happens in places where you don't real ha- really have like good reception. So live streaming would be difficult. But mm-hmm. we also did watch a video about that or a movie rather on the Jameson tapes. It's not out yet, but uh, interesting mm-hmm. premise can be done. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about you take it next? All right. PF never found great success for wide appeal online. This was most likely because his style of filming was often a vertical first-person perspective from a camera phone held shakily either in hand or on the end of a selfie stick as he traversed through the derelict asylums or rotting amusement parks. Nevertheless, he had a core audience of around 20 to 30 viewers. See, Mm -hmm. a bit of criticism. Uh, That's every fucking TikTok. So (laughs) that that would not prevent you from having a large audience. Well, this is... Yeah, I'm saying this wow. is before TikTok, though. This was 2017. This is 2017. Oh, you're right. You're right. And I, the the main thing that makes me go like, I could get why it would pull people away is just the 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 style, everything to being described about how it's filmed is making me go. Hah! Oh, I hate vertical. Although that being said, like, there's little difference between that and Marble Hornets. <laughs> True. So, <laughs> mm, uh, we'd all just be watching, going like, and Slenderman's gonna pop out in two seconds. And yep. For his last live stream, PF started the video off by stating he was going to be returning to the now abandoned apartment complex he claimed to have lived in as a child. The video began at sundown in a sun-baked and cracked parking lot. PF took special note of all the vegetation in the lot, as his childhood recollection of the place was an empty place, almost devoid of greenery. He stated that he found this fact comfortably ironic. Uh, um, What's the voice you're imagining for PF? Because with me, it's uh, hey guys, uh, I'm, I'm now I'm now at my old apartments and ooh, it's real hot out here. And uh, yeah, no, that's uh, that's the old palm tree. <laughs> it's like really, really not charismatic at all. No, in a weird way, I'm kind of picturing Jacob the carpetbagger a little bit. You know, just like if you look over here, oh wow, look at this. And you know, when when during Halloween, sometimes there'd be a a super spooky skeleton over here, but you can see how it's just overgrown. Me up as a skeleton, and I, I I waited to pop out and scare people, and no one came. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I watch a lot. I, I to be fair, I have watched stuff like this uh, of like people exploring abandoned yeah. places, but you know, um, like uh, usually the stuff that we've watched is they're quiet while doing it rather than talking. Which I appreciate. You can kind of just let it sink in. I mean, if this is live yeah. streaming, I get it. But, yeah, you you're know. talking with people. Oh, 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 what's that you said? Oh, <laughs> where am I? Oh, oh, yeah, I, I'm at my old apartment complex. Lakers <laughs> fan 47, thanks for the, the 20 months and the Twitch <laughs> Prime. Uh, y- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> you guys are great. <laughs> Like, and like I cannot imagine live streaming and doing Herbex. That would be the worst balancing <laughs> act. Like you already got to be like careful to like not like step on broken glass or some shit. But then you also have to like entertain your audience. Oh my yeah. god! I yeah. Oh, not to mention that the risk of like losing your signal depending on where you go. Oh yeah, no, like it would not work. Uh oh, is it? Uh, is is that my turn? In, yes. that par- in that parking lot, viewers got one of the only clues to the potential location of PF. He stated that he hated that the desert and how barren the landscape seemed to him as a child. PF then mentioned the apartment complex, shown to be a large multi-story building with appealing beige paint with extremely low-rent housing for the time. Oh. Arizona? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm going to Arizona, it. New Mexico. Oh, I mean, okay. it's funny. Yeah. I, 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 speaking of YouTube, I stumbled across a, a video. I didn't click on it, but it was like, why do so many people choose to retire to Arizona and not New Mexico? I, because Arizona's cheaper, but it also, is, but also yeah. it's way shittier. Sorry well, if anybody out there okay, is from Arizona. I, here's the funny <laughs> part. Tucson is cool. So Tucson I is cool. Tucson. Both, you're, you're exempt, Tucson. <laughs> both my sets of grandparents actually moved to Arizona. I know the reason why my grandpa did because uh, his he had knee problems. And being in, because uh, my family's from Washington, mm-hmm. being in Washington, the the humidity was killing his knees. Yeah. So they go to the driest hell on earth, which is Arizona. <laughs> and it, I mean, it helped his, his knees stopped hurting because it was dry heat, not humid heat. Cause... Oh, you know what? Like Flagstaff is also really cool because it snows there. And I went skiing. Oh, there yeah. Like, oh. like I, that's, the, that's what sucks. Arizona, before it became a conservative hellhole, like there's cool <laughs> shit to do in Arizona. It just has a very unfortunate association. Yeah, I, I I lived in Arizona for three months, and boy, howdy, I hated it. Oh, it, it can get fucking hot. Like. Yeah. Oh, it was a hundred and twenty <laughs> fucking degrees. I mean, I'm definitely not moving there now, but like, I but I have I have uh, not an uncle in Arizona in Tucson, and like, I would visit them when I uh, when my sister and I were kids, like all the time, and we always had a blast there. There's cool shit to do. It's just. Yeah, okay. I haven't been to Arizona. I haven't been to Arizona since I was a kid. I think the last time I seriously went through there was on a on a trip when I was in single digits, and we saw the Grand Canyon. And right, that was fun. But uh, other, otherwise, I don't think I've the last time I think I even potentially ventured to quote unquote Arizona was when we were in Laughlin, and we just kind of jumped over the state line for like two seconds. You know, yeah. no, that's it. Uh, but yeah, um, and actually, I want to plug the dregs here real quick if you want to get context now there, there's context if you go back and listen to dregs as to why uh kayla went skinny dipping at 2 a.m <laughs> um, that was that was there right it was in arizona yeah okay fair enough yeah, I, do it. I never want to live there ever again understandable uh is it it's i think it's you, it's you again some of the view some of the few viewers in chat began asking him why he was coming to such a location so close to sunset. He only responded with a laugh. Then he wondered if something he had left behind when he, then he wondered if something he had left behind when he moved a Tamagotchi was still there. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, I'm be so much... looking for my Tamagotchi. I, I think the batteries are still good. I really got to get it. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to pick up so much Tamagotchi shit. Oh, hell. Stating it was tucked into an overhang in his old bedroom, he moved toward the looming structure. That is that is that is not a rational thought. No, it, well, I mean, it feels how, like an excuse. It feels like an excuse. Doesn't also, matter. I don't know. Also, I don't care how fucking old you are. That is not a rational. Excuse. Yeah. Oh my gosh! You know what I real? I think I I I get it now. You're channeling. Uh, you're you're channeling Alan Resnick a little bit here with the voice. Um, on. Less Resnick and more this. Back when I used to watch Grand Theft Auto RP, there's um, a dude named Delver who his character is all like also does like shoots videos in game on like a phone, makes it look like his phone <laughs> footage, and just like <laughs> oh says ridiculous God. fucking shit. Like <laughs> GTRP is kind of dead to me just because it's kind of boring now. But yeah. He, he like he his character is so weird and unhinged because and it would take me we don't have time for this but basically that's who I'm channeling it's just oh hey guys uh yeah no I'm here 
in, in a liminal space, it's pretty great. Um, remember to boil your water. <laughs> it's just like a weird shit like that. I'm kind of channeling Delver. That's pretty okay. That's I. I that's fun. I like that. Okay, so uh, your, uh, your turn. I it's, think. it's me. Yeah. On the walkover, he took a short time to hold an impromptu question and answer segment, something he would do throughout the live stream. The first question was where he was, to which he made a comment about going home. Eventually, he answers a question about his username and why he had chosen it. It's for my grandson, Francis. Wait, grandson? What? What? Wait, Wait is this an older guy? This is like... Called okay. up. Wait, no. What? What? Is this some fucking like octogenarian trying to do urbex? No wonder this wait, is the last is one. Is this an old man who had a tamagotchi? What the wait? Wait, yeah, wait, wait no, hold on. Back up, back up. Hold on, let me think for a sec. A tamagotchi. He, it's someplace he used to live. Okay, tamagotchis were popular like what mid nineties, early aughts. Yeah. So, I mean, you could be just like a forty-year-old who got into tamagotchi, and now. You're an 80 year old, like that is possible. Is it? Well, hold on. No, it's it, it, childhood uh, recollection of the place. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Hold up, hold on. Let me figure. Let me figure out when did Tamagotchis come into play? Um, like when did they become popular? I'm, I'm assuming this would probably be in America. Okay, it came into the United States in '97. Yeah. So oh, no, there's that feels weird then. So That's hold on, really hold weird. on. But think about. It. And this is 2017. Here's the weird thought: because if he's in bumfuck nowhere, how? How young did he have his children? <laughs> that would basically imply that us at our age would be grandparents. But or like, okay. it's someone who got into Tamagotchis when they were in their 40s. Is that possible? Yes. Well, Is that but he, he talks no. about this being his childhood home. His child, But here's the thing. Let's say he was... This apartment. Okay. Is it 19- his grandson's Tamagotchi? No, because that wouldn't make sense. So let's say it's 82. He, it's 82. Like, or he was like 15 years old. Or, no, it's childhood. No, yeah. What's, no. The, what's the what's the oldest you could be for childhood? I, like thirteen max. Okay, to 13. like being a Tamagotchi. Yeah, thirteen. So, yeah. I'm gonna say 1997 minus thirteen. I so think we might be overthinking this, but it feels weird. It feels I, I don't think we're overthinking. Well, it. I think we're trying to tw- discover. It's twenty, but it's tw- this is twenty seven. Uh, this is nineteen seventeen. So if he's thirty, okay. He's thirty three. Let's say he's thirty three right now. Mm-hmm. I'll be I'll be gracious and say thirty five. Fuck it, thirty five years old. Um, you had your. I I mean, mm. unless he unless he really was like a teenager, like both his him and his kid were teenagers when. It it could have been okay. So when he says his Tamagotchi, he could also mean maybe like his son's Tamagotchi, and he's just weirdly remembering it. We don't know. We're not through the whole story, but yeah, at that that line, it seems very out of place. Yeah, cleric, you're. This is throwing me off. I don't. Okay, let me just read it again. Cleric, are you eighty five? Are you in a Tamagotchi? <laughs> Yes. yes and yes, I think it's true for both. Now we're gonna it change is. the voice. Ooh, my telepathy. <laughs> he's, he's from my grandson Francis, Ooh. who at the time could only say his name is Fans, and the nickname stuck. He is remembered as saying, "My telepathy's name is Andy." <laughs> <laughs> Andy Gachi. <laughs> <laughs> and 
Oh my that's god! Fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> what else did you expect? Ooh. <laughs> the answer would cut the short the segment as PF had reached the lobby doors. Upon entering, he showed the viewers the small reception area and the multiple stories of identical doors, all lit in an eerie, almost green light. Uh, I'll I'll read the name. Sure. Yeah, go ahead. Third floor. Yes. <laughs> and he, then he died. <laughs> as he pointed to the stairs. Used to love running up going up and down those stairs as a kid. Both mom and the receptionist hated that, he said, and as he showed the inside of the rest of the day. No one left to get mad at me now, he said with a light laugh. With that, PF made his way up the winding stairs and stopped at the landing. He then leaned against the wall and answered. He leaned against the wall because he a needed deep to breath. breathe. <laughs> he had to get his oxygen mask and answered a few more questions before telling Chad a story. He moved. This place was cheap, so crime wasn't unheard of. A few apartments on the floor above us were broken into, though nothing but food was stolen. My mom had the wise decision to get us out of there. So you're still living as his mom there when he had the Tamagotchi. His mom, who was 103. (laughs) Uh, P.F. then angled the camera further up the stairs. I really shouldn't have come here, he said, his voice taking on a tone of worry, much unlike his usually upbeat personality. Okay. I would like this more if, like, his grandfather said, My son, you must go and get my Tamagotchi. (laughs) (laughs) I trust this question to you. <laughs> His grandfather walks up, claps him on the shoulder and goes, Is it secret? Is it safe? <laughs> it belongs in a museum. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I think you can read the next one, hun. Short. Sorry, Grandpa Henry. I'll get it. I promise. Oh. Um, where was I? Oh, sorry. Um, I used to have nightmares about this place for years. Stuff like the person breaking in, snatching me up like my mother swore strangers would do, you know? He continued while walking up the stairs at a slow pace. I started having exploration a few years ago because I wanted to see what what it looked like and to see the decrepit remains of places where people would have strong memories. <laughs> Sorry, it's so hard for me to do this. I way. invented urban exploration a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a live stream this is just <laughs> this is just a recording from the 1930s that's being <laughs> dude okay no if some like 85 year old like filmed this shit on their phone and wake someone like it was like found footage this would be the most fascinating thing oh Seriously. my god like are we? I'm are, because of this I, one thing. The entire tone of the story has changed for me. I Dude, feel- grandson has completely derailed the story. I have <laughs> to wonder if that's a typo because it doesn't to, make it any sense. It has to be. Maybe he meant godson. I, you have a godson. You could have a godson. Claire, I, that's- fucking put in the comments. Explain yourself, Claire. Help us. <laughs> For the love of God, cleric. Maybe, For the love of God, we'll, son, cleric. We'll watch, we'll read more, and then it'll make all sense. Who knows? Uh, uh, strong memories. And imagine what it must have felt like for one of them to come back and see the current state of those places. <laughs> I don't know what voice I'm doing right now. This, however, this just feels wrong. I mean, I'm that person now. I remember people always being somewhere in this place where it's empty. 
And the air is stagnant instead of anywhere near as cold as they used to keep it. Makes my skin crawl. Oh, you're in there. It could be just my arthritis, though. Cold air. Yeah. Cold, thin air. When he got to the third floor, he scanned the area. The doors were all closed except one on the opposite side of the rectangular hallway. P.F. audibly gasped. (laughs) He said quietly, and chat seemed to be asking him what was wrong. That one, he said, pointing. That one was where we used to live, guys. Also, thank <laughs> you, Lollipolly42, for the 13 months. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> From here, accounts vary. The only thing anyone could agree on was that shortly afterward, PF began walking toward the open door and stopped. Some people claiming to have seen the video say that there was what looked like motion coming from inside the apartment. They are in the minority, however, as most people will comment on how PF said something about how the furniture had not changed since he left. Wait, they left the fur in an apartment? Yeah, that's kind of weird, too. Oh, this is like a supernatural thing. I, okay, I have two things to say. First and foremost, this would be, I think, more engaging if it was a transcript of a live stream. Oh, so you have, yeah. like, the chat logs... And also editorial, like bracketed text saying, and then this happened to provide context. Th- I this, think that would be more interesting. I think so. This is a story. Now, uh, I'll give it benefit of the doubt because it is a story contest entry. So there might yeah. be, I, I don't know all the rules that True. had to go into this or how long it had to be. True. Uh, but um, I, I do agree. I think it would be more like this sort of thing would have been more interesting if it was like a. If it was like a chat log or something of that nature. Yeah. I'm going to get you guys a better look, P.F. said. That would end up being the last known word spoken by P.F. before what looked like a hand grabbed the camera from the side and the stream ended immediately. Oh, that. The following. Sorry, go ahead. I'm going to. Oh, wait, there's more. Oh, wait, there's more. After this. Okay. So like that, that would be more creepy if we hadn't had the indication that like the room he's about to go in was the same. Like the, 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 that's the problem with the back rooms, dude, like the supernatural aspect of it is so uninteresting to me. Agreed. Going urbexing into an abandoned building and someone else being there that you're not aware of is perfectly creepy on its own. Agreed. Like getting assaulted when you're alone is scary. That you could don't still need be this other stuff. I mean, that and could still be what's happening. That actually it could see, this I mean, actually it, seems what it's happening. He, just, he got jumped but by a squatter. It, but it's it, but like the buildup is like, oh, there's something interesting about the room. The furniture is the same. Nothing's changed. And maybe I'm reading too much into it. But like that, it almost feels like a distraction. A uh, little bit. Uh, the following is the only surviving image from the live stream that anyone was willing to share. And like I said before, this looks uh, like an apartment complex mixed with a prison. So also looks well, way too clean for an abandoned building. Well, you can see the the doorway on the right he's referring to that has some furniture in it. Um, and it, oh wait, is that a is that like a thumb on the lens? That's yeah. black smudge on the bottom right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, is that like? the moment someone is that what like i know the thing is what we know about this context is context the context of this contest is that they were supposed to write stories impromptu by images yeah and i guess this was the image cleric was given so this is what cleric is working with but you know uh... i totally respect that and that's you know that's a challenge in and of itself 
I, I I like the story more than I think whatever is being built around or the potential of the story than what is being built around this image. Yeah. Because this doesn't look like low income housing to me. No, it doesn't. This is way too clean and sleek. Uh, I mean, I'll give it this at least like, um, you know, sometimes you wander into an abandoned place and the lights are still on, like just the, the outdoor lights like this. That's kind of eerie. Like I could give it that, you know, like I, I was not, I was having a hard time picturing what the lighting was like in there anyway. So, I mean, it's from the yeah. way the story was describing it. I was imagining like two stories max, like not a, not a big place like this. Mm. I mean, I, I mean, I've been to some crappy apartment complexes that actually had like three or four stories, though. Oh, yeah. sure, but just like from the image I had in my head was not this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And is this facing an, an interior courtyard, or is this like a yeah, apartment this is complex? Interior. Okay, yeah. So that 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 I could see why it falls in a liminal space category. Because if it's interior, then it's like, why is this here like this? That's weird. But the thing is, too. Well, then again. I haven't been. Hmm. This does. This I, image I, doesn't look like it goes on forever, though. But also, this like, doesn't can, feel like. I can give it that. I, I mean, I've been to places like usually in like desert communities, or even like the, or like um or like in like in California, for example. This would totally be an outdoors location. Yeah, and this feels very indoors. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, would they build it indoors like this because it's in a desert? I, I've seen. Yes and no, but I, I can see the ground floor at the bottom. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, so th- the whole, like, as a liminal space, this doesn't really work because I can see the end. And yeah. that's not very good. And that's not Cleric's fault. That's the, you know, con- the contest runner's fault selecting this image, which is like, you know, sorry, this doesn't look like liminal to me. Yeah, agreed. Uh, there's uh, one. There's one last paragraph left. Yeah, take us home, Abysme. Most people found online that discuss this live stream and its mysterious conclusion will most likely caution you about it because, as mentioned, posts and videos seem to get removed within weeks or even days. Apparently, toward the end of the live stream, PF mentioned the name of the apartment complex. The leading theories are that either the current owners have either experienced a rash of vandalism or that they have taken these posts down to avoid having a controversy surrounding a property they were in the process of selling. Mm. As such, any identifying information provided in the research of this matter has been intentionally withheld in an attempt to preserve this account. If any portion of this gets removed and you have read this, you will know why. Huh. I I mean, for the most part, I like the fact that the horror is just, oh shit, something happened to this person and they got caught. And that was the last... Like Cleric got dealt a really bad image and had to build a story around it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I, I wouldn't I, know exactly what to do with this either, to be perfectly honest. Like the likewise. only thing right now I'm very confused by is the grandson. That no, Claire, you need to explain yourself. Claire, please. <laughs> Everything else I can get. And I kinda like the I mean they the, they did talk about the rash of vandalism <laughs> before that. So like it could be I was living with this my mother. Vandalized. Well the the vandalism being like someone breaking in and taking food when he was a kid. That's theft, not vandalism. I mean, true. Okay, so the I, other I, I think I think he I think he knew he he was kind of dealt not a great picture, so he amped it up a bit more in the story. Because I feel like if there if there was no image, if the if, image was yeah, let's be honest, if the image was not there, we'd probably be like, this isn't terrible. Yeah, no, it would have more points. Um, but. I don't know. If I had to write something from this image, I would, you know, do it like someone's a 
Hikiki Omori and they, you know, not because they like uh, external societal pressures, but because they live in a liminal space and they don't know what to do. So they're just not going to go outside. Like, just rattling shit off the top of my head or something. Mm. But um, yeah, no, like I, this is, this is a tough image to work from. Yeah. Gotta say, um, field of corn also not a liminal space to me. So I, I'm questioning the veracity of this contest runner. <laughs> I mean, (laughs) again, I get the effort of trying to get a lot of different images like that, or trying to find ones that maybe aren't as like discussed. But just like I, I can make a liminal space. Then just be like, here's an image, make something from it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know the the, and then of course uh, the judgment. As we, I, I read a little below, feels like while in my mind, I think that the first time a comment was made with golden sea. It kind of missed the point of what the strength of the story was. Yeah. Uh, like where's the monster that pops out? Um, we didn't need to have a monster pop out. It wasn't about that. Mm-hmm. This, um, you know, I can kind of get more of the, the, the criticism yeah. leveled at it, but so, I still kind of think looking at the, the comment from the, the so, contest runner, uh, it feels a little bit like, um, you know, it gets a little bit, nitpickety but i also feel like it it it, like reading it briefly you're also supposed to nitpick when you're judging contests which is true yeah that's that's not me leveling judgment i just think that in the case of the the previous story i felt like the mark was missed or maybe it wasn't what the contest runner was looking for Uh, for this kind of story and that that's a bias of course and and you know that's that's fair because if you you're judging it you you're judging it based on certain criteria i frankly love that story and think it's an, an amazing dive into an emotional horror Same. and that got us you and me you and me and alan talking about existential dread for like 30 minutes but um in this case i don't know i think there's there's some bits of here that are just confusing and leave me kind of wanting so yeah it, the clerk did admit like he said that uh when uh he sent this is it does need a bit of spit shine and it's also so well, first of all Tell me about the grandson, Cleric. <laughs> tell me about. Tell me what's going on here, please. Is this just an old man who liked Tamagotchi, and or is this? Oh, is this so? You need to rewrite this story about an old man liking Tamagotchi. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> who stayed with his mother until he was forty. Uh, do. <laughs> Do we want to give this uh, freshness rating? <sighs> we didn't for the last one. That's true. Maybe we. Yeah. Well. Well. Okay. I got an idea, and I wish I kind of retroactively would have done this for Golden Sea. Um, this made me. What would you? This... What would you give the instead of freshness rating? What would you give the property posting? Hmm. I would say uh, this is a. A good first starter apartment with very well lit hallways and, uh, and an of, affordable part of town <laughs> with plenty of room for for the children <laughs> to, <laughs> to <grow>. run around. <laughs> Sorry, the grandchildren. <laughs> oh yes, the grandchildren. Great place to hide your tamagotchi. <laughs> um. Uh, a rare oasis in the desert, low income housing with a uh, fresh set of greenery out front. <laughs> and very green inside as well. I don't know, that image looks really green to me. 
It does. It has a greenish tint to it. You're right. Yeah. You know what? This is the place you go into in a Fallout game and your Geiger counter starts going off. (laughs) (laughs) Might be highly radioactive. Yeah, that's it. Okay, I figured it out. Uh, Fan Fan Forty Seven is a ghoul. Yes. Mm. There yes! we go. We solved it. <laughs> yes. All right, smooth skins. I'm gonna go explore this place from before the war when I was a kid. Wait, but it took place in Halloween of 20, 2017. Shh. Shh. <laughs> it's not important. <laughs> I need to get. I need to get my Tamagotchi. <laughs> you know what? If, if I give it to those traders who do add them, they'll give me a lot of caps for it. If there was a quest where you had to go get a ghoul Samagachi, I would say that. Just saying. Holy shit. Oh, I'm going to take that into consideration for my tabletop Fallout game. Oh. Anyway. Okay, we got to talk about that after. We will. Because I need. I, I, we have to invite Abby. Well, of course. We've talked about oh, it yeah. before. But yeah. Uh, future Maureen, you can keep that or cut around it. It's up to you. Uh, yeah. Hey, Cleric, thanks for sending us this story. It was still a fun read. It was still fun. Thank you for introducing us to old man, old man, urban explorer streamer. Yeah. Old man Tamagotchi. Old man Tamagotchi. I love the fact, honestly, if there was an old man to be like, I'm going urban exploring. That would be fun because like the horror would be, oh my God, I hope he doesn't like fall and break his hip. (laughs) (laughs) Like everything Uh, is just nerve wracking. The whole time you're just watching like, oh my God, I hope he's, oh my God. Is this guy okay? And you, uh, you just hear the like quiver in his voice. You don't even know what it looks like, but holy shit, you hope he lives. I'm going to break down this window with a crowbar. Everyone wish me luck. It's okay. I, I took my no, medication he, he, before any nah, of this he's started. Bre- he's breaking it with his cane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I used the wrong end. He turns the golf. He tells the tennis ball end around. It's just <laughs> yeah, no, and as he's going through, you just hear a rolls up his fucking golf cart. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's just Carl, guys. It's just Carl from Up. Ooh. Carl Fredrickson. No, Carl Fredrickson has like more of his wits about him. Old man Tamagotchi does not know where the fuck he is. <laughs> That's fair. No, well, yeah, no, Carl Fredrickson was able to fly his fucking house to another continent. Uh, so. I remember when I used to visit this building back in the Great Depression. <laughs> remember when they invented Tamagotchi in the Great Depression? <laughs> and if, it was, if it was someone with senility, then yeah, like this would make a little bit more sense. But that grandson line just, I, I don't understand. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. I, I'm this just, this feels like this feels like this feels like such a such a small thing, but for me it just totally changed everything. Yeah, it so did. like that's the danger with short stories, man. Every word counts. Uh-huh. You really have to be careful. And this is a very short story. Yeah. Uh not short story one level of short story, but you know. <laughs> Everyone look out for the new short story one. No, I'm, a man I'm with, still. I'm, I'm still a man looking for my Tamagotchi. <laughs> <laughs> my Tamagotchi haunts me every night. <laughs> Eat me, or I poop more, and then I die. <laughs> Watch the Tamagotchi lives, no matter even, even after the battery dies. That mm. is a horror movie. That'd be cool. Where's that oh, nostalgia damn. bait? Yeah, Where's my Tamagotchi horror movie. Hashtag make it, you cowards. <laughs> Uh, hey, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this show, please, 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 please 
Give us some feedback. We always appreciate feedback. If you're listening to this in podcast form, a rating and review is always good. If you're listening to this in YouTube form, a, a up, a like and a, and a comment is always appreciated. And also, uh, please subscribe. Anyway, because we here in creative were donate to our Patreon. Oh yeah. Hey, guess what? Everybody, uh, the, uh, at the end of the year, the uh, or toward the end of the year, the Midnight Marinara Patreon, patreon.com slash Midnight Marinara, is getting a bit of a facelift and is becoming the general creative horror Patreon. So expect a lot more content from us uh, based on the other podcasts you might like. Podcasts such as uh, The Jameson Tapes and uh, Darkly Lit. And, uh, you know, we're, we're looking for, for suggestions about, you know, what you all might be looking for. And uh, we've gotten a few good ones so far. So we're hoping to expand and keep that going. So you'll have uh, no end of stuff, including the uh, the dregs from this episode. Um, and like I mentioned with a few of those shows, uh, be, check out the other podcasts on the Creative Horror Network. They're great. We love them. Some of us are on them. All of us are on most of them. Frequently. Frequently. Frequent guests, frequent hosts. Um, is there anything I'm missing in terms of the usual plugs? Oh, and if you'd like to uh, submit a story for us to read, midnightmarinera at gmail.com is the place to do it. You can also uh, send it to me through Twitter at ScarySauce or uh, through our Discord if you are a patron or through Patreon itself. We will have uh, more options, ways to do it. Uh, We try to keep those open, and I do check them out. Uh, If you're a patron, we try to bump your story suggestion higher up on the list uh, to get it there. I firmly Uh, expect... 10 stories about senile urban exploration explorers. <laughs> better see those in the inbox. Get them out there, fam. That's a, the new, you know, that's the next writing challenge. Why not? That's the informal always- one. We're not going to do a whole thing about, but do it anyway. No. Yeah. Uh, old, 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 old person, old person, urban explorer. Yeah, do it. Could be a cool old man, could be a cool old lady, could be a cool old non-binary person. Doesn't matter Absolutely. to me. They just need to not know where the fuck they are. (laughs) (laughs) Good evening, intrepid listeners. This is the Pasta Shade, the host of Midnight Marinara, and this podcast is part of creativehorror.com, a network of podcasts and creators working together to build a constructive community of horror fans. For more content like this, visit us at (laughs) creativehorror.com. (laughs) 